Are you an ambitious, driven entrepreneur starting to feel overwhelmed, maybe a little trapped by your business? Well, I have a solution for you. It is the five-day bottleneck to breakthrough challenge, where in an hour a day, we will give you the roadmap, the blueprint, the treasure map to where you can find yourself with more free time, more freedom of money, and a more valuable business. Hope to see you soon www.bottlenecktobreakthrough.com. Hello and welcome to The Real Bottom Line. Today, we're going to talk about something a little different, and that is, what is the end game with your business? This is The Real Bottom Line, where we tell entrepreneurial stories about true grit and perseverance from frontline business owners themselves. Now, let's get started. So traditionally on this uh, podcast, we interview entrepreneurs who are at various stages of their business growing journey, uh, things they've learned along the way, and some of their technical expertise. Once in a while, we have an owner come on who's actually sold a business and maybe has moved on to another business or is doing something else altogether. And so I think I'd like to focus on that a little bit today because so much of our resources and times and places that we can find information is really, really focused on startup or growing your business. And now what is it for? Why are we growing our business? I found a survey done by the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses, and they did this survey in October of 2022. So it's not even a year old. And they talked to uh, almost 3,000 business owners. And what they found out was fascinating. They titled the report they developed called The Succession Tsunami, Preparing for a Decade of Small Business Transitions in Canada. And so the top three highlights that I took away were 76% of Canadian business owners plan to exit their business in the next decade. And what that represents is over $2 trillion of capital changing hands and business assets moving in the next 10 years. That is a lot. Another fascinating fact was that only one in 10 business owners, just 9%, have a formal business transition plan in place. And uh, of course, we're still feeling the effects of the pandemic, And 39% of owners have actually changed their exit timelines as a result of that uh, occurrence, with about 17% accelerating their exit date and 22% kind of postponing or slowing down, um, normally because they have lost a little business and are building it up again to a certain level so they can get the price that they want. And so if we look at your business and we consider your business as a whole, you know, many people call the business their baby. And what uh, I think has to happen over a period of time as your business grows is considering your baby maybe growing up and maybe at a certain point they're going to leave the nest. And so I, I like to think of it as how can we start viewing our business a little bit more like an asset um, that we're going to use for later our next phase in life once we, we sell that business or do something to transition it to someone else. And so I think it's really important that we look at it from that perspective. Another way I like to look at business sometimes, um, this was an example given to me by an accountant that I quite like, and he talks about it being a black box. 
And everyone has stuff that's going on in that black box. You know, you've got sales going on, you've got development of products and services, you've got HR, marketing, uh, all the other operational pieces that you need. And what's supposed to come out of the box is cash. It's profit. It's the stuff, the lifeblood to continue to grow your business or to fund your ideal life. And so when we start thinking about the black box as an asset, what do we want to do? We actually want to increase um, what's going on inside. We want to increase the amount of cash coming out, whether we're going to sell it or not. We want to uh, make sure we have a lot of cash coming out. And, uh, and we want to make sure that what's going on inside the box is as optimized as possible. And so if we start thinking about this puzzle or this survey that came out, um, we want to look into a little bit more detail. <clears throat> so how are people leaving? Like if you're going to get rid of your business or sell your business or transition your business, what are some of the ways that you might do that? Well, 49% of the people in the survey identified that they would be selling to a buyer that's not related to their family. And then the other two top ways were to sell to family members or to sell to their employees. And of course, there's always the op opportunity to wind it up, meaning just close doors, walk away, <laughs> hand in the keys. However, when we look at the predominant number of people in the top side, we gotta start thinking about how they're going to do that especially when we start thinking about it from the point of view of what if the business mar selling market was a little bit like the real estate market, meaning is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? And if we know that 76% of existing businesses are going to end up on the, in, the, in the market available for sale or available for transition in the next 10 years, well, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a seller's market it's gonna be a buyer's market. And so I encourage you to take that data point as you start to think about your business as an asset, right? And why are people selling? What are they going to do? Well, 75% of the people in the survey identified that they wanted to retire. And so when we compound and add that together, we've got, you know, 76% of people are selling in the next 10 years. And of those 76%, 75% of those people are using it as part of the, to fund their retirement. Well, you're gonna to wanna to make sure that your business is staged, is, this, is the best looking business on the block and that you're ready to move on. And so that is a compounding effect. So this survey is really highlighting some really key things that as business owners may mean that we have to start looking at our business a bit differently. Again, that, less of a baby and more of an asset. And if we think of it as an asset, I suspect when you started your business, it may have been just you or a couple of people, it wasn't a huge component of your net worth. And now as it has grown and continues to grow, um, it's becoming more and more valuable and it's becoming a bigger part of your personal net worth and a bigger part of funding an ideal retirement. And so these are just things that you need to be thinking about. Are you looking to boost your business value beyond just increasing profit? Introducing the Business Value Amplifier, a revolutionary 10-week program designed to help you uncover proven methods to enhance your company's worth. 
Discover how to transition from feeling unsure about maximizing your business value to becoming a savvy operator who deliberately and methodically pulls the levers of value building. With the Business Value Amplifier, you can expect to take control of your business's growth and be intentional about enhancing its value. Whether you're planning to sell or simply want a more vibrant, predictable, and lucrative operation, this program is for you. Don't miss out on this opportunity to amplify your business's value in just 10 weeks. Go to blackstarwealth.com amplify and apply for the Business Value Amplifier today. That's blackstarwealth.com amplify. Your business will thank you. All of the study also reminded me about a client that I worked with for well over a decade. And every year when we would meet and discuss, he was five years from retiring. And so it was fascinating that over 10 years, every year was pushed out five years. So why do you think that was? Well, a couple of things were, is that he wanted to make sure he got the best price possible. And he kept feeling like if I just do a little bit more, if I just increase my sales or uh, and get more of a profit going, then um, yeah, I'll get a higher price. For some people, that pause or that reason that they consider when selling as well is they want to protect their employees. And sometimes they want to find a buyer who just wants to continue doing things the way they've done it, carry forward so that the clients that they currently have can have the same kind of experience. The employees can have the same kind of experience. And so for some people, it is the legacy that their business has built will carry on. And that was 43% in the survey identified that, that that legacy piece was so important to them. And for some folks, especially if they're in smaller communities and that, um, or it's a unique service and product, making sure that that legacy and that the business remains in the community becomes really important because it could be a very big part of the social infrastructure of that community. And so making sure that that it's a, stays the same or um, remains in the community becomes a very important consideration. And for some people, uh, some owners, they just can't ever visualize a time when they wouldn't work in their business. And that can also um, be just a barrier to starting to put that plan together. And I think it's important to realize that sometimes um, there's a voluntary way that you would exit your business. And sometimes it's involuntary, whether that's through health or other considerations that may come up. So being prepared at every step for whatever eventuality, voluntary versus involuntary, can help a lot. The survey identified some of those barriers as well. And one of them was for succession planning was finding a buyer or a suitable successor. And that was 54%. And I think that uh, I was talking to some professionals, you know, during the COVID and during that period of time, and a lot of people got really tired. And so they're like, I just want out. And they had done no planning. And that meant they had no personal planning. They'd done no business planning. So as a result, there was probably a lot of money left on the table and probably a lot more money paid to taxes than may have been necessary if they'd given themselves enough runway to do so. So getting this plan in place before you reach that breaking point, that overwhelm and tiredness can also be very helpful. Valuing the business can be quite hard as well. And that was 43% uh, of one of the, as identified in the study as one of the barriers. And so it's also hard for when you're dealing with your financial advisor or someone like myself or financial planner, because when we're trying to figure out your ideal retirement, 
we have to rely on some numbers that may or may not be true about what the value of your business is. So the plan that we're putting together may not be based on pure data that we need to actually execute, uh, knowing that, you know, even if we make a guess that it may be right or it may be wrong. So those are some of the reasons that there's barriers to success. And so uh, in terms of doing that succession planning, however, those are the things that if you don't do the, the planning, makes it even harder to find a buyer, makes it very hard to value the business, et cetera, if you're not doing that planning. So I would encourage you as you start working your way into your business and you're growing your business, you're doing all the right things sales-wise, you're doing all the right things from a marketing perspective, as you fine-tune each of those things is that you start contemplating all the strategies you're doing. And if you have a choice between strategy A and strategy B, strategy A telling you that your business will be more valuable as a result, that that's the one you focus on. And so I also encourage you to reach out, get some help. One of the things that I have done recently is become a certified business value builder advisor so that I can help in that category. And one of the tools that we have that's a non-obligation, head over to blackstarwealth.com backslash value and you can actually start to evaluate and get some benchmarks on where your business is in terms of sellability. And if you enter in the numbers, what the value of it could be. And we'll review that uh, together so that you can see exactly where you are and where you wanna to get to. And so that is the real bottom line here today, is you really do need to be thinking about your exit strategy and your end game with your business, almost right from the start, but no, starting today, is the best thing to do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Real Bottom Line. This show is produced by Black Star Wealth. Executive producer, Wendy Brookhouse. To learn more about the show or to contact us, go to blackstarwealth.com.